Hello, my name is Nathaniel Coles, son of Beth and Christopher Coles, who created the podcast you are listening to, On the Road to Perfection, from Holy Unit Operated. This podcast is them walking around our neighborhood and talking about our Catholic faith. They discuss faith, morals, ethics, and dozens of 1980s rock and rap albums, or at least they sing the songs in those albums. They have over 60 years of combined Catholic experience and a few impressive degrees to show it. This podcast is unedited and unscripted, so you hear much of what I get at home, including the song references. They discuss everything, including where they've faltered in the past, many experiences you're probably familiar with. I hope you're able to learn a bit of what I have learned over a dozen years, and I'm glad that you get a chance to learn from my mom and dad. So, from wholly owned and operated, here is On the Road to Perfection, a different kind of podcast, with my parents, Beth and Christopher Coles. Thank you, Lord, for providing this time together to explore what you have provided for us, what you have in store for us, what you have in mind for us. And we ask you to soften our hearts and minds to receive your message, to be instruments to our listener as they uh, discern, as they listen and, and grow in, in faith, hope, and love. Our prayer is always to be just conduits. It's not us, it's you. For these and all his mercies, God's holy name be praised. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. I want to go this way. You want to go that way? Mm-hmm. Okay. We should probably stand on the other side of the... Oh, no, we'll be here where it's shady. Yeah. So we talked about uh, being perfect last week. Yep. And, um, you know, what that means in the, from the Greek, the teleos, mm-hmm. for, you know... Completion. Per- perfected. Right. Perfected. It is done. You know, it's like a puzzle. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. When so, it, when it's done, it's perfect. It's, it's, that's it's, right. It's done. It's, and it's, it's complete. It's what it's supposed to be. It's you yep. know. <laughs> so. We're uh, just little puzzles. Yeah. In the game of life. Yeah. You know, we're on the road to perfection, and uh, you know it's interesting you, you use that puzzle analogy because Father Albert Haas, uh, who's our spiritual director for Holy Owned and Operated. Uh, and mine as well. He's um, he talks about how you know uh, we're given a, a a blank canvas, and during our life we we paint our life, and then we present it to the Lord. You know, at, at the end of it, and well, that you know you want that picture to be perfect, but everybody's picture is different. Yep. You know, um, and you know I'm I, I'm not gonna. Sh- I don't want to shill, but we, I, I was I was interviewed on a podcast uh, 
called Maxed Out Man, and that's where you can find it, maxedoutman.com. And that it um, it's a little over an hour yeah. of really going into depth in a lot of this uh, uh, back in August. So you can you can uh, look that up, maxedoutman.com. The um, but being on the road to perfection, Father Albert, I, I know I've mentioned it before, so I'm briefly go over it. When he was, you know, in his novitiate year, finishing it up in uh, the Franciscan order, he went to his superior and said, "I just can't do this. I can't. I can't be. I can't be Francis. So, you know, it's 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 just not my thing. You know, <laughs> that's and." Uh, the abbot, I believe, uh, said, uh, well, that's good, Albert, because God already has a Francis. He, he needs an Albert, you know. Yeah. And this was long before Father Albert knew that he would go to China for 10 years, yeah. that he would be an internationally known uh, author and speaker. Um, and, you know, Francis never went to China. No. Nope. Francis never wrote 13, 14 books. Um, so the, the, the point, the, the point is clear, you know, Father Albert is, uh, being perfect, if you will, being who he's supposed to be. And, but he is on the road to perfection. Uh, yeah. otherwise he wouldn't have written his most recent book, you know, uh, and, uh, that, uh, or, or, you know, or he wouldn't have taken me as a as a spiritual, spiritual directee. directee. You know, <laughs> um, he probably thinking, yeah, it kind of knocked me down in the perfection side of things. Oh uh, you know? no! <laughs> but it has certainly raised me. Uh, I became aware of this idea of perfection uh, in in my direction with him. He's, I've shared it with him as I've learned it and. So, on the road to perfection means that. And uh, when I, I, in my morning prayer, I have a, a meditation where I consider the station, stations, the mysteries of the rosary. And everybody knows by now that I'm not a big rosary kind of guy. But I consider those parts of the rosary, um, those mysteries, in the context of Joseph, St. Joseph. You know, how did St. Joseph uh, respond and how was he at or during the Annunciation, for instance? Um, and all the way up through the resurrection. Uh, and I asked which one of these today. Think of those, particularly the passions, that were on that road to perfection. Uh, and Jesus, when he dies, says, it is perfected. So he is literally on the way of the cross, if you will, on that road to perfection. Does that make sense? Yes. And it also... 
it it brings to um, mind the the reason or the the reasonable understanding of redemptive suffering. Right. Yeah. You know, it, it, yeah. this... He, he tells us to pick up our cross. Right. And the, you know, our road to perfection is our, our way of the cross. Right. You know, our, you know, there's... The, Nobody gets through this life on earth without suffering. Even those who are perfect and sinless still suffered. Right. You know, that, that's, that's Mary and Jesus, you know. Um, so the, the understanding of perfection in our, and is that it's within the context of our life on earth, what we're doing and how we respond, I think is a good, good word that you used there, to the call for our lives. And when we respond in charity and faith and hope, we are moving toward perfection. Yeah, we obviously for Jesus's life on earth to be perfected, um, his his doing, if you will, mm -hmm. um, he had to go through that suffering that we certainly at least commemorate every Lent um, in in the stations mm -hmm. and. Uh, so, if our Lord suffered to perfection, then, then we're going to have to. Uh, you know, if we're being perfect, doesn't mean <laughs> ain't nothing going to happen that's bad, you know? Right. And that, um, that's where I think a lot of people are frustrated in their faith journey. I know I, you know, I, I do. I get yeah, frustrated, well, it, you know, because I forget, you know, I, I get caught up in, oh, poor me, you know, right. nothing's going right. And why is everything so yucky right now? And, blah, 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 blah. and I forget that it's, it, it's normal. And it's something that everyone has to endure and it's how we endure it that determines our moving forward or backward I guess on yeah the, well people change you know. they, they they see okay well this isn't fun you know so mm -hmm. I'm going to change something about me you know and that can be manifested in a midlife crisis or or, or what have you instead of embracing even more directly you know who I am to be to, to help me focus what I'm supposed to do yeah and you know I, I, it, I've been watching a lot of so <laughs> I'm reminded of the, um, a lot of the things going on in our world and society right now, people, uh, you know, ignoring or refuting or going against their biological makeup as 
convincing themselves that they are someone different, instead of embracing that uh, and realizing this is the cross I must bear. Yeah. Uh, and I'm going to bear this cross because the Lord has something for me to do. Yeah. Well, if we spend our entire time trying to change that, that that being instead of focusing on who we really are supposed to be you know because God doesn't make mistakes no and so you know for instance diabetic for 40 years and I can go against that and you know eat chocolate bars all day and not take my medication mm-hmm. and you know there are Natural consequences. Yeah. Or I can say, okay, that's that's part of me. Right. What does God want me to do? And then there's a little a little indication of that, you know, in being able to be there for others who have been diagnosed. Yeah. You know, uh, I could have some empathy and some knowledge, practical knowledge and know, wisdom to to right. ease their yeah fear and concerns. Yeah. Um. So, if we fight who we are supposed to be, that's 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 even worse than discerning than, than not discerning who we're supposed to be. Yeah. You know, um, or if we make choices to be something we're not supposed to be, uh, it's an affront to God, of course. Um, but if we're if we don't even take the time to say, okay, what do I do with this? Being on that road to perfection um, you know, can uh, is is obviously a lifelong journey. Jesus lived to be 30, 30 plus for a certain reason, right? <laughs> you, you know, um, he certainly could have gone through suffering at a younger or an older age. Yeah, he certainly could have saved the world differently. <laughs> yeah, you know, he's God. With a, with yeah. a twitch of his nose, you know, binkle, binkle, bink, you know. Um, and, but he went through that suffering so that billions of people whom the apostles never knew, yeah. you and me, right. would be saved. Right. And, we have to recognize that our being, supported by the doing that God gives us, is part of something so much more bigger than us. We talked with a couple. More bigger, huh? More bigger. Yeah. <laughs> we uh, talked a couple weeks ago about God's time not being our time. Right. You know, um, and uh, the, the butterfly effect, so to speak, yeah. in time. So that's part of, you know, part of discerning God's will is the timing, you know? Yeah. Um, my, one of my grandmothers, and I can't remember which one, I think it was Momo, anyway, had a little cross-stitch thing on her wall that said, you know, it's not that God doesn't answer your prayers, it's just that sometimes his answer is no. Yeah. Um, and the follow-up to that is, and sometimes the answer is, wait, 
hang on, you know. And we, we went through that in, in childbearing, okay? We had our first son um, in, in 99, and we were prepared and wanted another child fairly close in age, you know, another yep. year and a half, two years later, we were ready yep. to have another kiddo, and we didn't get pregnant, and we didn't get pregnant, and we didn't get pregnant, and it got so frustrating, and so, you know, it, we, you know, I, I struggled mightily, because I knew in my heart that my calling as a mother was to more than one child. Right. Right. And I just knew. And I, you know, I cried a lot. <laughs> um, the, and five years later, we had our second child. Right. And between that, we had a miscarriage. Mm -hmm. And then, quite surprising, we had our third son two years after our, our second, you know, I, I wasn't expecting to, to be able to get pregnant again, honestly. Right. And so, again, it's that we have to recognize that our, our plan and our understanding of God's plan for us is not always perfect perfect or correct yeah you know yep. um and so there's you know that that pain that we have for whatever reason is is something that that god wants us to use to to draw closer to him yeah. You know, it's not that he wants us to be in pain. That is not his desire. Right. Okay. God does not ever want us to suffer, but he knows that we will yep. because we are no longer in a state of perfection in the Garden of Eden. Right. When original sin occurred, that state of perfection was broken and it's going to remain broken until Jesus comes again at the end of time. And so in the meantime, all human beings are going to suffer in some way, shape, or form. Yeah, if we are, uh, if, if, if we decide that we don't like, you know, the suffering and we change our being without proper, you know, discernment right. to, to recognize the thing it has ripple effects it has ripple effects across time and space um and you know not being in accordance with the lord's plan and when we um when we are in his in his will freedom and peace that yeah. Just talks about when we discern the Lord's will. Um, we think, well, things aren't going my way, so I'm going to change things because God's not my time, and my time is more important. I'm going to change things. Um, and then there is no peace. 
right. you know, there is no, uh, even though we may be happy in yeah. experiencing, there you know, the, might be the, the short-term pleasure, yeah, what, of, the, you, know, you know, whatever um, it was that we, there's, there's an unsettled soul yeah. that eats away at us. Yeah. Um, now it's difficult because when I determine, determined by discernment, <laughs> you know, that I was supposed to be where I, you know, as a, as a husband and dad, that I was going to, was primarily at home, boys and, you know, in the house and that sort of stuff. I didn't like it. And I told the boys this regularly yep. for years. I don't like this. But at the, then I would follow up with, but I do like it because it's the Lord's will. And I was at peace with in my soul, even though I was I was having to do things. Cognitively, it was. Yeah, I had a sincere cognitive dissonance, if you will, because for decades I had convinced myself that I was going to be a internationally known motivational speaker. I was going to be a great entertainer and all this sort of stuff. And the Lord had different plans. And so I've come to that. Now, you know, now, uh, more than a decade later, uh, you know, because I only did this discernment when I was, you know, 42-ish, you know? Yeah. Um, the... I see the wisdom in the Lord's plan, and it sounds like we're walking on gravel, but it's actually, it's actually grass, grass that's our dead, non non rained in. <laughs> so, Crunchy but, but now I'm, and and so the Lord has opened some opportunity for me as, you know, the the staying at home and doing part of my being, you know. Yeah. Um, but I had to trust. Yeah, I think that's a big key to being on the road to perfection is trust. Trusting in God's will, in His plan, in the perfection of Him that can, you know, bring us along on this road. Right. Because, I mean, so, as Jesus I, said in the garden, yeah. you know, the, the, not my will, my will but, but your yours. will. That's a, that's, that's trust. Right. So maybe we'll talk more about that. Yeah. Because walking in the Catholic faith, because that's our, <laughs> that's the subtitle of our, our podcast. Podcast. It might be good to explain what that means. Yeah. A little you're, bit. You're smart. You are. You came up with it. No, I didn't. I just opened my mouth and went bleh. <laughs> Let the Holy Spirit speak. You're the greatest. You're the best. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of On the Road to Perfection, a different kind of podcast by my parents, Beth and Christopher Coles. This podcast took time, effort, and money to create, and we ask that you visit whollyownedandoperated.com. That's wholly, H-O-L-Y, ownedandoperated.com to donate 
and check out the massive amounts of free stuff we have available. We are a nonprofit organization and as such are tax deductible, so please donate when you visit our website. Also, sign up for our newsletter for free. We send it out weekly to inform you of our new content and upcoming events. Once again, thank you for listening to this week's episode of On the Road to Perfection, a different kind of podcast created by my mom and dad and produced by Wholly Owned and Operated.